0: and we are recording so shane introduce yourself and uh but you can't tell us what you do for a living or what we're going to be talking about so who is shane
1: Uh, okay so shane uh is a sports fanatic uh craft beer fanatic um and recently an entrepreneur (laughs) Without giving you too much detail, I guess.
0: No, that's perfect. It's um, so a craft brewer. <laughs> are you you down with the San Diego? They only make IPAs, kind of craft brewery, or what? Kind oh of, like, no! What do no. you into? I, ac-
1: <laughs> I actually don't like IPAs too much. Um, I'm more of a lighter beer guy, um, like lagers, blondes, colches, like crisp, crisp beers. You know? Yeah. And then uh, lately I've discovered tahine. So you know you put like the mm-hmm. little salted tahini Salt on spicy on a beer, beer and
0: yep, yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> what are they uh, micheladas, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a very popular thing here in San Diego. That's awesome. Well, um, I'll. Uh, I actually I, I joke around with uh, my friends that they they actually kicked me out of wisconsin because um i hate the cold i don't like beer uh i didn't grow up <laughs> watching the packers like <laughs> like i just like i none of that was like me so like coming to san diego i was like perfect warm water the beach the waves like it was like this is this is where i belong <laughs> yeah so uh Tell me a little bit about, uh, because the focus of this year and the conversation I'm trying to have is like taking difficult situations and growing from it. So let's kind of like dive into, you know, what did you create and um, how did you get from where you were to, you know, stumbling into entrepreneurship?
1: Yeah. uh, So a couple of years ago, maybe like three or four now, um, I had experienced what they call pelvic floor hypertonicity. Um, and for a male, that's very weird to hear, and like I almost didn't believe it. Um, but what that is is like your, pel- your pelvic floor muscles—you know—they control your bladder and your bowels and and um, other things. So um, one 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 night, I just went—I went to the bathroom and um, got this like UTI type feeling, and it didn't stop. Uh, I thought it was UTI, the tests were negative, I ended up getting more tests, and the neurologist was probably like, this is probably what it is, and I was just kind of like, uh, it doesn't sound right, and so for the longest time, I didn't believe it, but I was going, f- I was going through, um, through therapy for it, um, but at the same time, I really started um, spiraling out of control uh, mentally, so anxiety um, and depression, the anxiety pretty much led to like just a deep depression that I
0: couldn't get out of for months. So was the therapy that you were going in physical therapy or? Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was a special pelvic floor therapy. And part of the problem was like, I didn't believe that what it was. I thought for sure there was something else wrong, but I, and it was just like constant uncomfortableness. So it was just kind of driving me insane, you know, and, and then I started looking on the internet, which is a horrible thing to do.
0: WebMD, you always yeah. have, end up with cancer or something. Right. And I read <laughs> like,
1: oh, I've had this symptom for years and it's never going to go away. I've been told. And then from there, I was like, oh, God, I'm going to live with this forever. And that's when like I started getting like major panic attacks um, and then that spiraled into depression um, but from there, uh, I went to rehab, eventually got better. Uh, I had some relapses here and there, mentally and physically. Um, but once I started believing in the process, I, I felt like it a loads better. And that was back in, I think, 2018, 19, something like that. Uh, eight, Maybe 18. Yeah
0: it's and 2021 so, right now so if yeah. that helps <laughs> i mean what, did what last, day is it who are we did,
1: did last year even happen i don't know <laughs> i don't know maybe um, so flash flash forward to a few months later i was doing good and then had another um relapse
0: physically and, or mentally
1: uh physically both, both really so they kind of coincide together Okay. Um, so once I started feeling the symptoms again, immediately like anxiety triggered, boom. Um, and then I started going down, I started going down that path again. And this was back in August uh, or ma- maybe July of 2019. And at the same time, um, my mom had, she's she struggled with bipolar depression all of her life. Um, she experienced a lot of bad childhood things. Um, and, and so she battled depression her entire life and eventually it got the best of her. And in August of 2019, she ended up uh, committing suicide. And so that was like hand in hand with, um, you know, I was already dealing with my own stuff and then that was thrown on top of me. So what I had done months prior was sign up for a marathon, which you know I had always been into sports um, and I actually studied kinesiology at San Diego State. And so I was new in my job and the CEO of my company, uh, he's an Ironman guy. And so he had just finished the rock and roll marathon that year, 2019. And he sent out like a mass email to the whole company and said, uh this is what I did and I want you I want you guys to sign up with me for next year and so you know me kind of being the you know new employee trying to get in you know I was like, okay, I'll do it So this was back in you know a few months prior to um, my mom in August and so like after my mom had passed um, and kind of like settled, the dust settled, you know, as as much as it can, I guess, when I started getting clearer thoughts. I uh, I had the, you know, the idea just to make this marathon, dedicate it to her, you know, do it for her, do it for myself, and kind of raise some suicide awareness around it. So I bought like a, a suicide hat, suicide awareness hat, and I was going to do all my training runs in it um and and eventually you know the day of wear it and maybe like a picture of my mom and just kind of do the marathon with her you know um and then of course as we all know uh lovely COVID happened and all that got kind of you know all that was kind of in flux you know is the thing is the marathon still going to happen obviously not it didn't but i made a goal for myself and i made a promise to myself and my mom and I decided that I wasn't going to keep training and training for who knows how long until the marathon happens I was going to do it on the day that it was supposed to be because I had already I mean I already trained months prior yeah
0: well hey let me let me pause you before we get too deep into actually like the race um so um kind of Very unique set of situations that, you know, hopefully not too many people have been in before, but kind of like describe to me, like your mental state of like, 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 what did, what did it feel like to you personally going up and down of your own Mm -hmm. depression as like one question And then I want to like kind of look into like what you started to feel like when you started to train. So let's kind of focus on like pre-training, pre like getting into it. Like what was it like for you kind of like on a day-to-day basis of like your own personal into inside your head, like what was going on?
1: Yeah. So this was very new to me. Like I, I had experience, I hadn't experienced anything like that before. I mean, you know, there's always like a, I try to describe depression as like, there's this anxiety and depression, like everybody feels it right at, at, at some sort of level, uh, a point in their lives, you know, maybe, you know, like me, I was anxious about this podcast, <laughs> but not to the point where I was getting panic attacks. Right. So um, I had always grown up with that around my mom. She, you know, she struggled and I knew that, um, but this was very new to me. So um, I didn't know, what I was feeling was, was right. Or was like normal for anyone experiencing depression, anxiety. And honestly, I didn't know what it was. Um,
0: so kind of like, so kind of like what, so let's say someone's listening to this right now and, and they're like, well, I feel a little bit off, like kind of describe it a little bit more. Like when you're, you're in that like unknowing zone of like, before you're like, Oh, I actually feel depressed. Like what was it like what was going through your head of like how are you feeling and like how are you processing that emotion at that time
1: I think I can I can remember the day my first panic attack um like honestly I like I was like what is going on like the room started spinning um and I didn't know what was happening I like I don't know it just felt like a blur um and then flat fast forward to you know, maybe a few hours later, I started, I started really yawning, and like feeling very lethargic, um, like crying uncontrollably, just like these roller coasters of emotions, and I couldn't shake it, you know, like, um it was just something like completely out of the ordinary for me, just, I don't know, and then like, I start, everyone, you know, I, I was talking with people and they're like oh you know you might be you might be experiencing um, anxiety and depression and and I was like okay it makes sense you know and then of course I looked it up on the internet but you know (laughs) that's so that's what I was feeling like I I couldn't I couldn't leave my wife's side I was so scared that um, I I didn't want to be alone at all because um, I was scared about you know what you know, my mom, what happened with my mom. And, and, um, I was like, please, I, I don't want to go to work. Uh, I don't want to be alone. I just want to be around you and my, my, my daughter who's Emma, she's four. Um, and, but then at some point I was like, no, maybe I should just go away. Cause I don't want to ruin your lives. Like I'm going to be like this forever, uh, type feeling. Um, so that was initially how I felt. Um, and over the course of, now a couple years you know i've i've learned the symptoms signs and symptoms and i kind of know how to manage it much better um
0: well, what what do you see as to kind of like color in a little bit like my own personal experience and like i think society as a whole which we don't need to go into deep of but like I don't think we're allowed to be depressed, right. As men, like you need to buck up and, you know, you know, put on the heavy shoulder bag and like keep moving forward kind of thing. Uh-huh. Um, but like, I remember uh, I, I had a, probably about a year stint of in and out of depression. And, and I'll never forget the one day that I just like, I was doing laundry and I just like collapsed, like literally slid down the wall and just started uncontrollably crying. Yeah. And like, I don't ever cry, not to say emotion, you know, like I'd say previous to that, I would like never cry, you know, like, Mm -hmm. um, and like, I felt like it just cracked something open inside of me. And the, the feeling of getting back to that, like depressed state of like your mind spiraling, my mind spiraling down into like deep, dark, negative thoughts all the time. It felt like me personally, I was it was very easy to fall back off the ledge. And then it gets to the point where like me personally, I know physical fitness and eating healthy was, you know, things that helped me stay above the, the ledge and to fall off. So like for you and your um, what was kind of like your triggers of when did you feel like you were getting close to the precipice before kind of diving deep into like a depressive state? What were you doing to keep yourself above water as you could say
1: usually like i would have panic attacks right before so um what anxiety did for me like my first panic attack unfortunately like once you know how it feels i think it happens more often because you know what's going to happen and then that anxiety causes anxiety so um it's a negative
0: feedback loop
1: right yeah you're just you just your anxiety causes anxiety you're like oh my god I know it's, it's coming it's coming you know and then it then you try not to let it get all the like cross that threshold like I said and then just take you over um, sometimes that works sometimes it doesn't um, so for me like anything any flare-up in my body like I was very from that point on I was very sensitive to my body um, especially around my pelvic area so if I felt any like twinge or burning I would be like oh god you know i i just just really just kind of just walk around walks were huge for me um i would just walk around the neighborhood didn't matter and then put my headphones in and just like try not to think about anything um so my depression kind of coincides with this whole anxiety um panic attacks and my my i could just I can just feel it. I don't know. I, I don't know how to explain it. Like, you know, it it starts with anxiety for me, and then it goes into depression. So as long as like I can control it enough to where I don't cross that threshold, um, like using tools that I talk with about my with my psychologist or just things that I kind of that c- kind of work for me. Um, mm-hmm. That's how I. That's how I kind of you know control it a little bit. You know, sometimes here and there. Sometimes, like, I don't even notice I'm depressed anymore. Like, I'll be sitting working on my computer, and I'll be like, man, you know, I'm feeling a little down today, and, like, I have been tired. Um, So it's not like, most of the time now, I don't go into, like, major, major uh, depression. Um, It's kind of like subtle things here and there, and I'll be like, oh, okay, man, what's, what's going on in my life? Okay, maybe I need to fix that. You know, maybe I'm super stressed out. Uh, I, so
0: so you find it to have just much more sensitive awareness to your emotions now yeah yeah okay so then thank you for sharing um moving into okay so now i, I used to work for iron man so i always called the people who did iron man's tri-curious. so uh <laughs> you're you were shifting into becoming Tricurious. Yeah. um <laughs> and you started training so um, did you find running? Because I mean, like, this is, it is hard to pull one thing out because it's all encompassing of, like, your mom, your own personal health, like, and then, like, starting to run. But did you find the act of running being, like, helpful and healing for you? Or was it just a, a, a goal that you placed out and you wanted to accomplish to, like, flag in the in the ground of, like, hey, this thing happens to people?
1: You know, I think at first... So having like a sense of purpose and for my training, uh, like dedicating it to suicide and um, my mom, I think running was that that was like the motivation. And that's kind of what helped me along in my healing. Um, And then from there, you know, I I came up with the idea. I don't know if you want me to talk about it now, but
0: yeah, 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 we're good.
1: Okay. Yeah. So during my training, so that's how it started out. Right. So I was training. I'm going to be like, yeah, this is for my mom. I'm going to wear a picture. And then of course the marathon got canceled and I was going to do my own thing. And it was just going to be me, my wife cheering me on, you know, my daughter and maybe a couple friends here and there. And then we started thinking like um, maybe I should make this something bigger. Um, And so we were, I was actually going to a group, Nonprofit here called uh, survivors of suicide loss san diego and i reached out to them and said look i'm i'm doing this marathon for my mom but i want people that i've met their losses i want to honor them too so they love the you know they love the idea and so that's esen- essentially that's how my organization was born and it gave me just like a, a sense of purpose where but you know as, as the months went by training, like what initially started out as, as something healing because of what I was doing and, and how I was um, dedicating that marathon. Like I, I eventually found like running was therapeutic for me as well. Cause it's very, it's a very repetitive motion. Um, I don't, you don't have to think about, well, like, so there's, there's trail running and then there's like road running. So trail running, I'm not a big fan of because like you're always have to constantly like, look where you're going. Whereas road running, you know, you just kind of like run along, maybe you have to turn here and there, but like you just start thinking about things and you're just focusing on, I don't know, like you're putting one foot in front of the other. It's it's a very meditative thing
0: for me. Do you listen to music while you run?
1: Yeah. Um, And I, I think that that helps with my emotions too. So like some days like, you know, I'll be like, you know what, I want to, I want to be my, be in my feelings. So I'll listen to like sad songs and then it'll remind me of my mom and then it'll help me push in my training, you know? Um, and then other days, like, you know, I'll put like, I don't know, hip hop or, or some, some rock and roll and you know, be fine there. So
0: have you, have you ever gone for any of your longer runs with no music before?
1: Uh, I think I have once or twice um, and that was only because maybe I forgot my headphones, (laughs) but you know, I still like, like I said, like it's very meditative. And so even without music, I just like, think, you know, that's,
0: that's where um, my experience comes in is actually I, I don't like running with music because it clouds my thoughts. I see. Yeah. And so like, I like I'm also like twisted in the head when it comes to fitness um, as being a college athlete and, and CrossFit athlete and trying to do all these things and, you know, training for ultra marathons and all kinds of stupid stuff that we put our bodies through. Uh-huh. But um, <laughs> I, I just like where on a there's nothing like a long run, in my opinion you know, and then long is a subjective term. It could be three miles for somebody, two miles for somebody doesn't matter. It could be a hundred miles for somebody else. Right. Like, but that, the, the thing that I love about say road running or trail running is that eventually you get into that groove and then your brain turns on. And then all of a sudden that like, your brain like turns off and like you've processed everything. Uh-huh. And, and it's just like, and then like I, that clear feeling after a long run just yeah. is is I- awesome.
1: I always, uh, I feel like I have my best ideas when I'm running. I'll just be like in the zone and I'll be like, okay, what am I going to do? Yeah, that's amazing. Why didn't I think of this before, you know? And then I'll note it and then I'll keep thinking and I'll be like, okay, we can do this, We can do this, you know? So
0: <laughs> that's awesome. So let's dig in more into, um, your, your organization and, and you know, like, and finish off you training for the race. Mm-hmm. So like what, what, what organization did you create?
1: um so the organization that ended up being born from my marathon so the marathon was you know i wore a bunch of suicide victims on my hat um and i found a block around my neighborhood and just ran, ran around in circles and each lap i would change pictures uh and it was it was streamed li- um, live on zoom front with uh, the help of su- survivors of suicide loss San Diego and um, so that was kind of that was my marathon you know like the news came out it was amazing because you know I we raised money yeah but we I got to like um, honor people's loved ones and connect with people in in a way that you never think you're going to connect with someone.
0: So did Survivors of Suicide Law San Diego help you get connected with like the the news and the platform to raise money?
1: Yeah so I well, we actually re- reached out to the news, and KUSI came out, and they were interested oh, okay. in the story. But they they helped with pretty much most of it, like uh, like getting the stories um, shared, getting pictures of of the loved ones, um, organizing like the fundraising page, um, and so I thought like I thought it was kind of a unique experience and something that was very needed. Especially for survivors of suicide loss, one of the feelings, I don't know if you've had experience or anyone out there really, I mean, Mm -hmm. unless you've really experienced like someone close to you that has committed suicide, you don't really understand it. And as a survivor of suicide loss, you feel alone, like you think your feelings are unique uh, only to you and no one else knows, you know, those feelings, but it's not true so i thought why why make this just a one-time thing this is very needed it was therapeutic for me personally um and i know that a lot of so many people reached out to me um afterwards i had so much love on social media and and because p- people saw it on the news and everything and you and it really opened your eyes of how many people you, know, you impact And so I was like, let's just make this, let's do this year round, you know? And I didn't want to limit it to just running. I wanted it to be universal. So, you know, not everyone's a runner, but people like hiking, right? Some people like surfing, some people like um, yoga. So we created the name Rec for uh, Recreation and Recovery and Universal for universal and the fact that we can focus on all types of recreation and all types of mental illnesses. So we came up with rec universal and we're really, you know, we're, we're a sports fitness and recreational platform events platform for people affected by mental illness and suicide. And that is our mission.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. I mean, especially with such passion behind it. I mean, like it's, 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 destined to go somewhere, right? Like you got a lot of emotion behind it and you know a lot of good momentum growing right now. So um how has it been since um cuz i mean like you created a uh an events where people are supposed to get outside and go do something in a time when it's very difficult to gather. Yeah. So well, how how have you seen like the growth of this, you know, what's the story so far of wreck universal?
1: Man, it's been it's been very humbling. So I think as a new, you know, I just, I just launched it. The marathon was like huge success. Like we reached thousands of people. Um, and then I think I got like, Oh, this is going to happen every time. Right. So uh, I, I, I was humbled real quick. Uh, it's been challenging, especially, you know, this whole thing, all a bunch of like all the race uh, orga- organizations, are pretty much non-operative. They're, they're doing like virtual marathons and virtual, things, right. But our thing, you can't connect. Like, like we mentioned earlier, you cannot connect virtually. Uh, So my organization is very much like in person to have the effect that it has. Right. Um, So we've tried things here and there trying to navigate, you know, we did like a happy hour, virtual happy hour, where we tried to connect, um, you know, sports and mental health. Uh, but it's it's definitely been challenging, um, I think. But, you know, I try to keep it in perspective as, as much as, like, as much as I get down on, like, man, I should just quit. You know, this, is, this isn't working. I'm not getting the reach out anymore. Um, you know, you, I still, I can see impact of one person and be like, you know what, it's worth it. So, you know, we're, we definitely have challenges like most other organizations out there right now, but I think, you know, we're, we're still new. I'm still figuring things out. Um, And uh, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful for the future. I've had so many people say, oh, this is such a unique concept. And I, I do, I do, I think it, I think it is too. Um, Just, you know, just still constantly trying to build it up. So we'll see where it goes.
0: Well, and luckily, like if if you can make it through a time when you're not allowed to gather outside, and like there's still momentum and interest in it, like eventually we're going to be allowed to uh, to gather in larger groups and stuff like that. So if you're able to build, in, in my opinion, which you know is worth whatever it's worth, but like if you're able to build some sort of momentum in a time when like the barrier of entry is quite high. Uh, once that wall comes down I feel like you know there should be a lot more momentum to be built so you know like what kind of what kind are you like working on any kind of systems or processes or like things that you can work on like right now so that when the world opens back up again like you have like you know things in place have you talked to other say like race directors like where are you for like you know building out this and it's and let's also touch on the point that like this isn't your job. Like you, you have right. a full-time job as well and a wife right. and a kid, and you're creating this other thing. So, um, so how is that going for you?
1: I think, so this last year, 2020, you know, was mm-hmm. kind of a feel out year, what works, what doesn't. And, but in the process, you know, some failures here and there, like I've made some great contacts um, with brands who donate product, which is awesome. Um, so like, this year, it's really it's really great to have like the contacts that I know I can reach out to first and like instead of like scrambling last minute to try to figure things out. Um, and it's, this is a good segue, your, your question, um, building, building it out for when things do happen, um, they begin to open up. So I'm actually about to go out on the road in about two months. Um, trying to build a five K series around the West Coast, um, specifically for people, survivors of suicide loss, um, people that have been affected by mental health and suicide, and and allies as well too. Um, so we're going out on the road, and I'm running um, ten half marathons in ten different areas and cities in seven weeks in my RV. Uh-huh.
0: I thought you were about to say uh, like that 50 for 50 guy who did like the 50 triathlon. Uh,
1: no, 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 or, <laughs> no, like, nothing, crazy. You're not, nothing crazy. You're not the like Iron that.
0: Cowboy or Dean Karnazes <laughs> or any of those guys. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Okay. no. <laughs> just a regular. Yeah. Format. So really,
1: yeah. <laughs> this venture is just kind of like getting our organization out there in different regions. Mm-hmm. So eventually in 2020, 2022, in the spring, we can hopefully, you know, barring COVID situation, launch a 5k series that will resonate with the regions that we visited.
0: That's awesome. Um, So you're putting in like the legwork now to try to build up and get ready for
1: 2022. Right. Yep.
0: Okay. That's awesome.
1: And an RV tour, you know, made
0: sense, right? <laughs> it's something that you could do right now. <laughs> yeah. Take your house with you on your wheels. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, you're, you're becoming a tortoise with, with your family. Get your yeah. house on your back and you're just traveling. So That's awesome.
1: So the whole concept is, you know, we're going we're gonna to go along the West Coast and I'm going to have um, a t- T-shirt set have the, the event logo so we're, we're gonna launch it very very soon but um it's gonna be the event logo and i'm just gonna have like messages like of you know of hope or, or whatever so anything surrounded by mental health like the suicide mm. hotline i'm gonna have like a big you know message on each one of my t-shirts and during my runs i'm gonna you know it's gonna be out there and and people can join me uh you know say you know
0: safe safely. distance all that good stuff right, yep.
1: yeah um and we're we're just gonna go and we're, we set up a crowdfunding page and um i the i'm working with um how we got connected um the rundown here in san mm-hmm. diego yeah um they connected us but i'm working with them to kind of help out um planning a little bit here and there um and eugene do you know eugene yes Yeah. So he, he works for, he, he helps out the November project here. So um, I think we're going to get some of those guys involved in the cities that I'm going to visit. Nice. And yeah, it's basically going to be a showcase of, of what we're going to offer in 2022. So the 5k and then we're, we're launching our own yoga program that's specific for yoga and trauma actually not this, this weekend, but uh, next weekend. And so the post runs, I'm going to, you know, do some Instagram lives and, and, get taught by a teacher that was specifically trained in that um
0: Uh, okay uh two questions what is your instagram name
1: wreck universal perfect Perfect, easy (laughs) easy (laughs) you
0: never know when someone else already has it and you're like oh i gotta get wreck universal co or something like that (laughs) right right. (laughs) okay we'll keep it nice and easy all right and then um so the yoga practices is it um 'Cause there's so many different aspects of yoga. Um it, it, are you guys focusing on say like breathwork yoga or like what yeah. is like the healing modality of okay.
1: Breath work and meditation, um, yoga nidra, which is I don't know, it, there's I don't know if a lot of people know of it, but it's kind of like a sleep yoga almost.
0: Um okay. they call like it like a slower, like a yin yoga kind of thing where you're yeah.
1: Yeah, but it's more yoga nidra is like you lay on your back and basically you, you sleep
0: you, you uh, without really sleeping.
1: Okay. Um, but it, the point is, you know, it's not like your typical vinyasa uh, yeah. Western style. You know, it's a slower it's specific for trauma. Um, it's not trauma informed, but it it addresses trauma. So there's a there's a difference there. So okay. um, it's a slower yoga and then we're going to offer it at our events. Um, i'm uh, i teamed up with an organization called yoga to cope and they're coming out this next weekend and we're going to showcase it
0: so where are you guys going to be yoga. next weekend
1: uh, it's a place called in north pB called taito yoga tyto yoga okay and we still have some spots open i don't know when you're when you're releasing this but um, we can
0: release it asap um so <laughs> ne- it's it's january 22nd right now so next weekend is it on a saturday or a sunday then
1: it's on sunday and okay, there's three so different the- sessions at one at two one at three and one at four i think the 2 p.m is almost full um but there's there's spots available at 3 p.m and 4 p.m and it's all free um this is really just like where we got uh, 10 teachers from around the, the region. Um, we offered this free training. It's accredited. They're going to get uh, CEUs for it. Um, they're going to be taught the 29th, the 30th, and the morning of the 31st. And okay. then the rest of that Sunday, the 31st, is going to be like, you know, showcasing what they learned and offering these free
0: sessions for uh, so the public. So when I link your, uh, your, like, website into where I... Push everything out. Will they be able to find all this pretty easily?
1: Yeah, the sign up's right on the homepage there. Perfect.
0: Nice. That's yeah. awesome. That's so cool.
1: Yeah, we we just got the news uh, accreditation uh, yesterday, and
0: it was it was
1: it was a little emotional.
0: It, the one accreditation? Sorry.
1: Like an official accreditation for the program. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um. And so it was it was kind of emotional because you know like a year ago. There's no way in hell. I I was like, I'm gonna be part of a, I'm part of a like a yoga program now. That's unique and like I just I don't know. It was crazy. It was crazy to think and like I, I definitely thought of my mom and and what we're doing and
0: hopefully you know
1: hopefully it works out.
0: <clears throat> I, so, like so many questions. <laughs> um, <laughs> try not to go too deep down any rabbit holes and respect your time that we have left. Um, so what, like, what is the driving force right now to keep you moving forward compared to where you've started now? We're like a year in from that, like marathon date of when you first started and you got all the success, you've gone up and down in some, some, some of the, the journey that we've gone so far. So like where, What's pushing you forward right now?
1: Uh, I mean, it's really just helping people. Um, you know, I, it is therapeutic for me. Yes. Um, honestly, I, I don't know if I just did a one day thing. I don't know how I would be because I would be back to my normal life, you know, dealing with the loss of my mom. Whereas this, um, the driving force is I know there's people out there that need help like me um and they feel alone and they can't get out of their funk um you know they've lost someone to suicide or you know have their own issues so i think and i think that what i what we offer is is definitely unique and you know we're not therapists here at all um we're just kind of like a supplement to that um but i think connection is the big thing like i want to connect with people if you asked me, like a few years ago, I wanted to be by myself. You know, I I didn't want to talk to a lot of people. I had my circle of friends, and that was it. You know, I, I just mentioned earlier, to you like mm-hmm. I was a very quiet guy. You know, I was like in my little bubble, and like just I don't want to. I don't want to. Publish. Don't come
0: near me. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah.
1: But I think connection, just connecting with people. I just want to reach and help out as many people as possible. So I think that's 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 the driving force
0: there. So you you feel let me put my own words onto it and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like it's something that you've created has like ignited like more of a purpose and inside of you, which also you have like a selfish benefit of, you know, having personal healing coming from it. Yeah. So then wanting to offer that out to anybody and everybody who will listen.
1: Yeah, I I don't like. I don't like saying it it's selfish, but in it kind of is, but there's nothing.
0: Hey, I'm again, not a therapist, but if your cup is empty, how are you supposed to help other people? Right? Like it's okay to be selfish in some aspects. I mean like you're selfish. And, and like, this is from a third party looking in, but like your selfishness is selfless. <clears throat>
1: yeah. I, I I saw a bunch of uh, memes um, lately or not memes. I'm sorry. Like inspirational quotes. of self, self-care is not selfish and so yeah as, as much as I'm like am I doing this for just me no you gotta keep things in perspective so
0: yeah yeah that's awesome don't worry about that no one the video doesn't go anywhere it's just my yeah. uncle <laughs> I, first I was like oh oh I was like oh no oh no, 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 no. <laughs> it's all good no worries I'll move over here so it's not distracting visually <clears throat> um well then um let's uh any kind of other points that we didn't touch or conversations you want to kind of go over
1: uh i mean not really um i think can i plug my of course let's my, plug uh, away my tour coming up yeah so there's it's going to be me running you know i'm with a few friends here and there but there's also going to be like a mileage challenge so i'm going to have like a 30 mile challenge over the course of seven weeks 60 mile challenge and like a ninety mile challenge. So it really like depends on what you're what you're comfortable with. And Mm -hmm. we're not I'm not concerned about tracking. Um it's that's not what it's about. It's about getting out there, moving, connecting with people, um, through like a t shirt. You know, you can write your own message on the t shirts and um there's gonna be yeah, there's gonna be a virtual challenge with like giveaways and stuff and um a crowdfunding page and it's gonna start pretty soon here to get it I, i'm hoping next week we can launch it so and then we're going to build it up until march 20th is when i actually leave so
0: okay well that's awesome i'm super super excited for you we'll have uh i'll put all the stuff in the show notes so people can connect with you and then um got three questions then we can go about our day sound good
1: yeah sounds good
0: all right what are you going to do what are you going to do next to achieve the state of happiness
1: you know, you sent, I thought about this, um, cause you sent, you know, a question mm-hmm. beforehand. Um, it's tough. I mean, I'm really focused on what I'm this yoga thing and like the next few months. And I do, I honestly believe that it's what makes me happy. And granted, like, you know, there's a lot of stress involved behind the scenes. Planning this out has not been easy at all. Um, especially with a, another full-time job, you know, essentially I'm working two full-time jobs, so, but it's what makes me happy. Um, and if I'm impacting people, the, the more people that I impact and connect with,
0: that's,
1: that's, that's what it's
0: all about. That's awesome. Think more immediately. And I'll ask the question one more time. So like in the next like day before today is over, what are you going to do to achieve the state of happiness?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Like today, huh? Yeah, today. You know, lately, I've been feeling that I haven't had a lot of time with my daughter, my four-year-old daughter. Um, And it's Friday. And so I think we're going to do something, whether that be like, well, I don't know, it might rain. But playing, watching a movie together, doing something like that. And, you know,
0: loving spending on time her. With your daughter. That's yep, awesome. Spending time
1: with my daughter. And her, wife. Got to pull you that
0: yeah yeah <laughs> where do you want to pursue growth in your personal life or in your life in general
1: um i it's got to be mentally i mean you know i i'm in a okay place now but that could change in an instant to be honest um it's really just continuing my mental growth i guess you would say um I think that's my biggest focus and you don't realize how much your mental health affects others around you and I don't I'm definitely concerned about you know affecting my little girl and and my wife so the more that I can meditate the more I can practice or like run you know helping me clear my thoughts Um, that's that's really what
0: what I'm focused on one final message you want to leave our listeners with
1: i know it's cliche you you see it all the time um on social media and whatnot but like really you're not alone if if you're struggling with anything especially mentally there's people out there that know what you're going through and it's important connection is important and i think a lot of people are realizing that um during this time. Uh, a lot of people who have never struggled before are struggling, and it's it's just important to know that you're not alone. That's, that's, that's pretty much it.
0: Well, thank you so much for your time. I really, really appreciate the conversation, and um, enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah, you too. Thank you for having me.